0: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, my name is Jarvis Smith, and you are listening to Cando of Knowledge. You know, I'm often reminded by something my father said just before he passed away, maybe like two weeks before he passed away and that was as you get older and as you go places you're going to see and meet a lot of people who don't look like you but just know you deserve to be there see, my father he was the main music guy in our family and he was always the one that had all the latest rap albums and and, and, and and cassettes and stuff like that, that we would listen to on car rides and, and stuff like that with him, whether that be Jay-Z, whether that be Tupac or Biggie. And I began to learn about music from him, you know, hip hop and rap. Um, and then as I got into like the fourth or fifth grade, that's when I began to kind of select my own music for the first time. And, you know, I remember growing up, I'm part of the, like, the MTV, BET era. So I definitely remember TRL, being a big thing to, to watch when I would come home and all the different artists that would be on there So there would be artists that you know that are being played on TRL that I can remember hearing from my father playing But then also there's some newer artists I never heard of before that I was also interested in So at that time Limp Bizkit, Korn, you know that new metal era that that's something that caught my attention And um, I can remember going to like the Walmart and just you know Seeing the edited version of their CDs and picking it up and kind of scanning it on a little barcode scanner And then the little music video would pop up up of that of the of the hit single of that album etc And just, you know, kind of experiencing music and selecting my first, uh, you know, my first art, you know, first artist to kind of listen to on my own, um, you know, and and purchase with my own money and stuff like that. And uh, as I was experiencing this and kind of going back to school and sharing it with my peers, you know, and stuff like that, and sharing it with my peers from my neighborhood and stuff like that. And, you know, just letting them know, like, hey, this is what I'm checking out, et cetera. You know, I began to hear, uh, you know, this thing of, you know, you know, black people don't listen to rock, right? I'm like, oh, what? Uh, I. I didn't I didn't know that uh, that that's something new to me like yeah, black people don't listen to rock that's that's white people's music. I'm like, oh oh okay i i I didn't know that so you know, uh, I just kept that part of me, you know, tucked away that I was listening to these type of artists that were different. And as I was in school, too, I was, you know, getting into other things like, you know, skateboarding, too. I thought skateboarding was kind of cool. Never was a good skateboarder at all, but just was really interested in just the graphics and all that stuff like that, of the skate decks and Tony Hawk Pro Skater and all that stuff like that. That was a popular game among all my peers. And but then, you know, they'd be like, you know, black people don't skateboard, right? I'm like, oh, I didn't I didn't know black people don't don't skateboard. I'm like, what about this one guy, Kareem Campbell? Uh, I believe he's like the, the black guy in the skateboarding game. Well, he's the only one. He's, he's like the token one. I'm like, oh, okay. Token. I, I, I don't even know what that word means, but okay. Black people don't skateboard. Black people don't listen to rock. I didn't I didn't I didn't know uh, that that was a thing. You know, what I didn't realize was that I'm beginning to hear these different stereotypes that are being brought onto me of like what black people do and what black people don't do, uh, etc. So I'm beginning to ask the next question. I'm like, oh, so what do black people do? Well, black people, they listen to rap uh black people they play basketball, black people you know y'all, y'all dance y'all black people you know they 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 eat fried chicken, black people they run away from cops, and you know as I'm hearing this, I'm just as a kid just it's like all black people like yeah that's that's what it is that's that's what that's what y'all do. Upon hearing that too, I'm also hearing about this thing of you want to keep it real, right? Back in the, the 90s when I'm growing up as a kid, you know, that meant something, keeping it real. Like, okay, I, I, yeah, I want to keep it real. Keep it real to, to my race. Keep it real to what we're supposed to do according to these stereotypes, so now, you know, as I'm getting into like junior high and stuff like that, you know, you're still kind of like tucking away those things that you're really interested in because you're trying to keep this image of being real. You know, as I, you know, continue to mature and grow, I'm to realize like these things that get, you know, enforced uh, upon, you know, us as black people. Like it's very it's it's limiting because it's showing us like this is only one narrative of like what the black experience will be. And all these things that are being projected onto us of like what we don't do are just plain silly when you think about it in the context, of course. And then also what we do do is just not only it's silly, but also it's, it's rooted in ignorance. And like you begin to see that, you know, and, and being in a coming from, you know, a, a suburban town where you don't see a lot of people that look like you, then you just begin to hear all these different stereotypes and you just begin to believe like, okay, the, the, what you do begin, what you are seeing is it is true. And, you know, at this time in the early two thousands and in the nineties, information isn't as readily available as it is today with, you know, YouTube and Google and stuff like that, where you can easily debunk all these stupid, crazy myths and stereotypes that you hear. So again, you're only able to see what you see in right, what's right in front of you. And what's right in front of you are these stereotypes that they're putting, putting into your, to your to your head, and without you really realizing it, you're kind of slowly biting into it as a young kid, as a teenager, etc. That this is what you know that that's the truth. And then even on the flip side, even the people who are saying this to you, you know, they they themselves were even caught up in just what they thought this was post. This this is like what it means to be black, because um, this is all they know. It's the dual um, overview from both sides that are both misinformed, ill informed. They're lost. It's just as you're lost as well, you know, trying to find out your own identity, so are they because they're just projecting what they assume, what they just see, because this is all they see and this is what they, what all they that they know too. And I think that that was like a challenging thing for me, really about self identity um, and just really developing that because you're just you're just checking out things that you think that you're interested in. Hey, I'm just interested in skateboard. Hey, I'm just interested in you know um, you know music that's that's just not only hip hop but also rock music. I'm interested in just these different things. But when you begin to hear like this contrast of this is what black people do. This is what black people don't do you know you begin to question yourself like are you keeping it real like are you keeping it real to your race and all those type of norms and and stereotypes that they try to enforce onto you that was a big challenge for me just again developing my own self-identity developing my own style my own individuality upon things that was one of the challenges just kind of facing that and just like trying to understand like what does it mean to keep it real what does it mean to be black you know those are the type of questions that you begin to have and you're only like what you know 10 12 13 or whatever you know you're just really just trying to be a kid and just trying to fit in And but there's so much more uh, to who I am there's so much more to, to me and in that you know my perspective my experiences is, is not I'm not being false I'm not you know being uh, unauthentic you know um, or anything you know I'm just being myself but that was just the battle that I had to face and I had to find out a way to kind of overcome that and, and meet that head on <laughs> To be able to find my way through these stereotypes, you know, it was really being introduced to creating and and just being creative, whether it be through drawing at the time, you know, to write fiction, my own little fiction stories and stuff like that, you know, being introduced to making my own music and stuff like that. So through, through all that expression, I began to come up with my own style and my own individuality. And I think that was helpful to develop my own self-identity because you just you didn't limit yourself to what was in front of you. You began to listen to more music because you realized, like by listening to other genres of music that helped you be a better writer, that helped you to 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 see other perspectives and other views and listen to other different instruments that you weren't familiar with and et cetera, that developed your, your overall train of thought. And I can just remember to a song that I wrote called The War From Within about 10 years ago, on July 11th, 2009. And, you know, at that time, 2009, I'm like roughly around like, you know, probably 19, 20, 20, 20 years old or so. So finally kind of getting past all that you know, elementary, junior high, high school, you know, uh, experiences. And now you're, you know, you're out of that realm and you're being exposed to more things, you know, and stuff like that. You know, you began to you reflect on your own self. And I think that's for me, the war from within. It was just that, you know, it's just like for me expressing this internal battle that I faced, you know, growing up. Because again, it was, it was just a, a battle between your true self and the lies and the stereotypes. And like, which path do you go? How do you overcome? one uh why facing the other you know and what does it really mean to keep it real what does it really mean to be true to yourself and, you know and I think you know for me it was you know facing these stereotypes head-on in a battle that's the way I envisioned that this song was it's just like a all-out war battle with yourself and overcoming that war and realizing that man it doesn't matter what people may try to project onto you of what you're supposed to be doing you know who you are and what you want to become and I think that only got stronger as I began to work on my my creativity even more and just began to kind of read a lot more stuff and different things, just being exposed to different things and meeting more people, you know, uh, that really helped develop that perspective. And for, for your truth's as a black man growing up, like, you know, just because like the narrative is always set to be just this one thing, you know, you know, that, that, you know, you're, you're not supposed to have both your parents. That's not being black, etc. that you're not supposed to be growing up in the suburbs. That's not being black. You're not keeping it real. You know, you know, all these different things that some people try to enforce and you, you begin to realize that that's not just the true narrative to your life. And just because that isn't your experience that, you know, in, in your life doesn't mean that your life is, authentic, you know, like it, it, that that's the, that's the big thing and that's what this song was about. It was really about talking about that authenticity and fighting for the authenticity of who you are and not being ashamed of who you are and your experiences because your experiences is just who you are. You can't help that, you know, ultimately being black is not an activity. You know, being black is who I am. That's just my experience, period. And there's no keeping it real. There's no, there's no what you do and what you don't do. This is who you are, period. And I've, and it took me a while to really reach this type of thinking going through that as a kid. But then as you get older, you just realize that, no, this is nonsense. And if I have to fight to get myself to this point of truly understanding that you know who my true self is, and and what it really means for me to be authentic. Then I'm going to go through that battle. I'm going to I'm going to face those type of internal struggles and those type of you know in, internal uh, thoughts and, and and ideas and images that that bother you, that haunt you, that challenge you, that that could ultimately stop your growth from excelling because you're just thinking black people don't do this. Oh, I got to keep it real. I have to be this because this is what it means to be black. No you have to fight through that and that's what I was facing and, and that's what this song was reflecting that war and being, and being ready to go for that war to really reach your true self. And, you know, what I see now just in in overall and just in the media, whether that be through film, television, music, you know, YouTube videos now and podcasts, you know, whatever, there's a lot more diversity and there's a lot more just narratives. Of the black experience in particular And I think that's great Because black people are, are more than just, just this one thing And that there's so many different levels of us And there's so many different perspectives Of what we do, you know And, and, and who we are and, and, and everyone is ultimately an individual And has individual decisions Have individual experiences, you know And like, it's it's just It's evolved so much from what I remember it So I, I definitely, you know, enjoy that You know, and, and, and I do, do like that a lot Because it, it is harmful You know, to to young people who hear that and they're just developing their brains about life and about, you know, things that they're trying to get into and their likes and dislikes. And those small, ignorant comments can easily just sway a young person's mind and hold them back from reaching their true potential in life because they think that, oh, I'm not keeping it real. I'm not being black. But everyone's unique and everyone's different. Uh, And and that their experiences are going to be theirs. And and it doesn't matter if it's different than yours. Just know that authenticity is not going to be verified by just some type of norms of what is expected of someone to do. Candle and Knowledge is a live Slayer Audio production recorded at My Workstation Works OC and is executive produced by Q, Sane and myself. The next episode will be released on November 1st, and more information can be found at CandoOfKnowledge.com. That's CandoOfKnowledge.com. All right, thanks for listening, and I hope you subscribe and share with someone you appreciate. Take care.